Excellent. Hey everyone, it's Jody with Ireland Family Vacations, and I'm taking a break today from talking to some of my friends in Ireland to talk with Deb Thompson, who is planning her own trip to Ireland. Now, one of the questions that I receive a lot um, in emails is, what exactly is the vacation coaching that you do? And Deb is getting ready to take a few days um, in Ireland during a, a larger Europe trip, if I'm correct. That's correct. And when I started talking to Deb a while back, her first thought was she was going to spend her time in Donegal. Right. And now I've heard she's <laughs> thinking southeast. I can't And decide. she was thinking Cork. But oh. then, she's, then she saw Kilkenny and thought maybe that would be better. So, oh. so I pulled Deb in today. And we're going to do um, kind of a short vacation coaching preview here on Blab because I began all my vacation coaching with a phone call to get to know the, the travelers better, to you know, kind of meet them and understand their goals for the trip. So we're going to do the verbal part of the vacation coaching here on Blab today. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about what follows that and then also how best to use the Ireland Family Vacation website to work on planning your own trip. So we're going to dig right into Deb's trip. <laughs> my very undecided up and, in the air trip. <laughs> and and see kind of where she's at. Oh, right. Oh. So, so like I said, Deb, when we first talked, and this has probably been, what, January, I think, when we, mm -hmm. you, when we first talked a little bit yeah. about your trip. Yeah. Um, you were really looking at Donegal and and so um, what what caused you to maybe well, second guess that? I think it was the travel involved because um, I'm flying into Dublin and then Donegal right. looked to be quite a ways at first I thought well maybe it's not it a big is. deal and then I got to thinking about it more and I was like maybe you should reserve some of that time and go someplace a little closer to Dublin <laughs> so um, I talked to some other people that had been to Ireland and they recommended um, mm -hmm. Cork and Kilkenny. And then I looked at both of them and oh, there's never enough time. There's never. No, there's not. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm just trying to narrow it down to use. Okay. So I have five nights and I need to okay. utilize that time the best way possible. You know, as a travel mm -hmm. writer, I want to see and do it all. That's just not feasible. <laughs> so <laughs> I need to just, I need to channel my focus. Um, uh, okay. For her, preferably one or two. I don't want to spend the whole time in Dublin. So let me say that. Right. Um, I'm not, okay. it's like too big city. Um, not that there's not great things to see and do there. I'm, sh I'm sure I'll do a little bit of it, but I want to explore more than mm -hmm. Dublin. So okay. Old churches, old castles, great architecture. You have, a, you have an architecture. Yeah. You really like the, the architecture. I, I yep, think. yep. So yeah, any great old building. And then you fly in and out of Dublin and from Dublin you're going Italy. to Italy. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So all right. And your plane tickets are already all set up and good to go. Yes. Yes. So I fly in okay. and I arrive in Dublin on a Saturday morning at six thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I fly yep. out on a I think Thursday, I fly out at like three thirty in the afternoon. So a little bit of time on Thursday morning to do things before I leave, mm -hmm. but so. Right. Now, the first thing you need to know about flying into Dublin 
is the only way you're going to get to a train, which I know you're looking at trains and buses, yep. Yep. right? For your for your transportation. Right. Now there are there are buses that will go out of the airport. Okay. Um, they'll go. They actually will. They kind of spoke out from okay from the airport. So you want to do your research on. Let's see. There's Air Coach and Airlink. And then there's your your regular um, Ireland okay. bus, um, like a city bus, which I've just blanked out the name. Bus Erin. Okay. So you've got those three options. Now, if you want, do you want to do Dublin at the beginning or the end of your trip? Um, I thought about splitting it and doing a night in Dublin when I land and a night in Dublin before I fly out, and then the next town mm -hmm. in the middle. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Okay. I would almost just go ahead and get out of Dublin and leave okay. it for the end. Okay. Um, the the reason I say that is because Dublin is a really great city, and it's it's nice to explore it in a nice chunk instead okay. of splitting it up. But you can, I mean, you can do that. Don't don't get no, me wrong. Fine. You can very much sure. split it up. But I would go ahead probably and do your research and just go ahead and get okay. right out of Dublin, either um, and from the airport you your best way out okay. is a bus. Otherwise you're going into Dublin city, catching a train and heading okay. out from there, you know, also entirely doable. But I would go ahead and do your research on the buses, see which ones are going out when okay. um, they're really regular through the airport and, and then uh, work the transport okay. that That's way. That's a good idea. Okay. okay. Um, and then I would plan your last, I would say if you're leaving at 3.30 on a Thursday afternoon, I would at least spend all day Wednesday and then that part of the day when okay. Thursday okay. in Dublin. And then make sure you're to the Dublin airport at least 90 minutes okay. early since you're going to Italy, two hours at the okay. outside. Um, because you are traveling high season and Dublin airport is crazy, crazy. I'm busy. sure. I am sure. It, I mean, coming back to the U.S., you need oh, wow. three hours okay. to get through everything. But you're not going to have to go through U.S. pre-clearance okay. going into okay. Italy. So you'll have a shorter time, but you still have flight check-in mm -hmm. and you'll still have um, security. And both okay. of those, depending on the time of day, can be really, really busy. Okay. Now, you're going out in the afternoon, which means you're not going out when the majority of overseas yeah. you know, American travelers are going out, but you will be heading out right. with European travelers. So you're still, you're still going to have quite a few okay. people running through the airport. So I would give it two hours, 90 okay. minutes to really, you know, okay, on two hours. I don't tight. like rushing through the airport. Um, <laughs> it's not, not a fan of that. No. Mm -mm. And Dublin, Dublin is, it's, it's kind of funny. It's a crazy busy airport, but considering that you're going to Italy, you may be going out of terminal one. Dublin has okay. two terminals. Terminal two um, usually is your larger airlines. I'm not sure who you're flying Aer out with. Aer Lingus. So Aer Lingus goes okay. into both. But my guess is you'll okay. go out of Terminal one. That's just a guess. Um, so 90, yeah, 90 minutes to squeeze it, two hours mm -hmm. on the outside for that. Um, now let's talk about what you want to I know. see. Everything. That's what I want to see. At all. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I understand. Um, now you're going to find, like I said, you're going to find bus transport okay. very easily into Kilkenny okay. and Cork both. And 
if I had just one, if I were choosing between those two and had just one of them to spend mm -hmm. two days in, I would, I would go to Kilkenny. Okay. okay. So let's just plan on Kilkenny. Let's um, just work with that angle. And it's, it's, it's not that there's anything against yeah. Cork City. Um, I just think Kilkenny offers more in a walkable okay. area for you. That's good to know. Because since you are, yeah, since you are relying on public yeah. transport, um, Kilkenny has an, a wonderful city okay. for walking. So the, the medieval mile, um, the castle, the, I mean, there's just, there's so very much right there and within easy okay. walking distance. And then you can also very easily um, hop a bus to the Rock okay. of Cashel or down to um, the town of okay. Care where there's a wonderful castle. So both of those, you know, will be really easy. You know, you could even do, you know, bus to Kilkenny and then over to Care and then coming back to Glendalock and then up into Dublin. Okay. So. Okay. Are some of those like, I could just stay the whole time in Kilkenny and just kind of spoke out and do those other ones like part day or would you rather? You'll, You'll want to look at the bus schedule and the bus schedule. I'm going to be honest the the bus Aaron. Um, uh -huh. Website. Takes some getting used okay. to it really does um, unless they've upgraded it since the last time I used it because the the buses run regularly. But you know, you need to check, you know, when can you get out and when can you come okay, back? Okay. Or if it's going to be more, you know, better for you to do more of a round okay. and just go one to another, to another, to another, um, which may actually be your best, okay. your best route to okay. take. So Kilkenny, I think two nights in Kilkenny. So that'd be like kind of I would say two nights in Kilkenny or you could or you if you're arriving. OK, if you're arriving in Kilkenny on Saturday, mm -hmm. um, you'll get to Kilkenny by noon okay. or so on the bus. OK. And then you could spend that entire day in Kilkenny and then the next morning. OK. And then you could go from Kilkenny over to Cashel. OK. And spend, you know, spend a night in Cashel and then you get up to the Rock of Cashel. Um, it's really a nice little village okay. to explore on foot. They have a really nice heritage trail. Okay. And then from Cashel, you could go, you know, do a night there and then go up to, you know, Glendalock and, you know, stay. There's some B&Bs and things just right there near the monastic city. And you okay. could do that. And then... So you've got five nights. So that's two nights. Yeah. You could do two nights in Kilkenny easily. And then one night in Cashel, a night in Glendalough, get up to Dublin and do do that couple yeah. nights in Dublin and have that day and a half there. Okay. That works. That works. Um, yeah. Let me add this up to Okay. And there's actually um, a Glendalough bus that goes to Dublin okay. instead of, um, sort of the I, think it's a, I think it's a bus errand, but it's the Glendalough bus because oh. it actually runs a round trip. Oh, okay. Okay. That's good to know. Have you used the buses? And what I can do, you know what? We okay. haven't, um, but I have worked with some college students and I helped them. And what I'll do is I'll get on that website okay. 
and then we'll follow up with email okay. and I'll say, okay, here's the route that looks like it's going to be best for you to take. Um, I would recommend, you know, poking around on the oh, website yeah. because it's, it's a tricky little okay. website. Um, when you first get on it, you're like, I just okay. don't understand this. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> it's just set up a little, a little differently than right, at least sure, I'm used sure. to. Um, so, and then your lodgings, are you just kind of going with what you find as you right. go oh, or are no. you pre-booking anything? I'm pre-booking everything because things are booking fast. Good. Like I have they very are. limited. I've been looking already and for July, it's already really limited to my availability. So mm -hmm. everything yeah, and booked well, next week. Yeah, it's it's completely, Ireland has already broken a million visitors for January mm -hmm. and February, which is almost unheard Crazy. of. And I know that for my own trip in June, I've I've made inquiries, you know, in Westport, which is, you know, far right. Western Ireland. And usually there's no issues with that. And every place is yep. booked out. So it's it's very busy yeah. this year. It's it's apparently the year to visit oh, yeah. Ireland. <laughs> I am actually doing Airbnb yeah. on many of them because all the okay. guest houses, all the hotels are pretty much full. And mm -hmm. I'm traveling solo. I don't want to spend 400 a night for a hotel just for me. <laughs> no, right. I just need a bed. Right, right. So um, I'm looking at Airbnb right. right now. Have you looked at any hostels? I have, except. Have you looked at any I hostels? I don't necessarily want to share a room with a group of people. Um, mostly a security issue. Like, what do I do with my luggage? Can I leave it there? Right. Why, you know? Right. And it's been a long time since I stayed at a hostel. I'm not opposed. It's just been. Right. Um, well, there. There are a lot of really nice hostels in Ireland okay. that have private rooms. Okay. So don't don't discount the hostels because you may okay. be surprised. Now you you do want to do yeah. your research on those, and um, I'll follow up with an email of some hostels that I okay. recommend that we found to be really okay. good. Now again, you know you're it's busy, so mm -hmm. you might might find that those are booked out too. Mm -hmm. But it it doesn't hurt to keep those in okay. mind. Um, and there is, there's a really nice hostel, Generator Hostel in okay. Dublin. Does it have a good location? So check that one for your, yeah, it has a really as nice location. As far as, you know, access to stuff, yeah, not it's, safety wise. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, okay. it's very walkable, very walkable. Um, so that one, and then, you know, you're in Dublin midweek, which is nice. Um, but just know that, I mean, Dublin, Affordable, affordable oh, yeah. is a whole different meaning yeah. in Dublin. You might, yeah, but you have a, you might look at staying outside okay. of Dublin, um, near Malahide or Scaries, because both of those have trains, have a train directly into Dublin okay. city center. That's really easy to get onto. And it's a really easy ride. And then you would just have to cab it back to the hotel or okay. back to the airport, which is not terribly expensive, you know, 15, okay. 20 euro. Yeah, that's not terrible. No, uh huh. And Scaries is a great little oh, seaside, like seaside. Okay. Um, port town. Yeah, it's, it's a really nice little seaside port town. They have a great castle okay. there. Um, it's a little hike from the city center, but it's, it's absolutely right. gorgeous. And, uh, and Malahide is, um, more of, it's an inland town, but they have a really great okay. castle as well. Um, and the, the train's relatively easy to get to depending on where you stay. So look at, look okay. at those two. If you, 
if the the prices in Dublin are are proving to right. be just too much and the the hostel the generator hostel is yeah. is booked up. Um, yeah, I was surprised everything see. was booked so quickly. I'm like, wow, these people are on it. <laughs> and well, and usually in Ireland you can find a B and B somewhere, sure. you know. But if you're driving yeah. and if you you know if you have a lot of access, but you know, where you're, where you're on a, you know, on public transportation, it's just going to be, I think, safer for you to yeah, book ahead. Yeah. If I had um, somebody going with me, I would rent a car and drive, but I don't want to navigate right. on the opposite side of the road. I'm familiar territory, trying to figure out where I'm going. And I was like, no, mm -hmm. no. <laughs> so I'll let somebody else drive me. <laughs> it's not that, it's not as hard as people right. think. Um, my very first trip to Ireland was okay. solo in 2000. And did you run a car? And so it was just, I did, I did. It was just me and a book of B&Bs and a car. Nice. And, uh, and it was amazing. Nice. But I went in and out of Shannon. Okay. So I didn't really, I didn't get over to Dublin. Um, you know, you never want to rent a car in Dublin because I, I drove in Dublin for the first time last year and I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Yeah. See, so I was just like, I just can't. So you never want to drive in Dublin. I would think a smaller, <laughs> area would be fine you know but going in and out of mm -hmm. dublin that was a bad spot. the open countryside <laughs> so, is a little easier yeah sure <laughs> definitely now what kind of questions do you have about you know do you have any questions oh. on things that you want to see or what's worth seeing um you know well, i did euros anything like yeah, that? yeah i'm glad it's in euros because that seems to be a little more uh the, the rate of exchange is a little more friendly. Than the exchange the is great oh, right now. Yeah. Man. Oh it's beautiful. yeah. Um, so I didn't, I'm assuming I can just change at the airport or before I go, which way Don't do you change normally at the airport. I usually just take money out of an ATM when I get there. Oh, okay. Now you can, That's you can cool. get, you can get some euros at your bank. Yeah. Um, before you go, your exchange rate is going to be a little higher at your bank. But, you okay. know, you feel comfortable, if you feel more comfortable arriving with a couple hundred euros, okay, then definitely do that. Just know that banks, um, there are very few banks that actually hold euros. Right. So it may take up to three weeks to get them. Okay. So, okay. Um, but if you feel more comfortable arriving with some, and also rec, um, request small denomination, request fives and tens okay. and twenties, maybe some fifties, but, you know, tell them you don't want right. them in hundreds. Well, that would be, yeah. My bank is famous for that. It's yeah, it, it can be yeah. yeah, it can be but but they'll get you the largest denomination they can okay. unless you request them. So request small bills. Um if you trade your if you go to exchange your money at the airport or at a currency exchange, you're going to pay astronomical. Right, right. I forgot about the ATM thing. It's been a long time since I traveled overseas. It's ridiculous. Um but I do remember using the ATM the last time I was in Asia. That was just the easiest way. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. And just make sure you have a four digit yeah. pin on your card. So your debit or your credit card, whichever it is, uh, make sure it's a four digit pin. And also know that there are some cards that aren't accepted in Ireland, like uh, okay. Discover card. You're not going to find anybody who takes it. American Express. Some people take it, but some don't because the sure. fees are okay. so high. So you're usually better off with okay. Visa and Discover. Or Visa yeah. and Discover, uh -huh. Visa and MasterCard. Make sure you have a four-digit pin and don't forget to notify your right. bank that okay. you're traveling. 
Because the last thing you want is for them to panic when they yeah. see an overseas charge and and make sure you tell them all the countries you're going yeah. to because I know okay. you're going a few places. So that takes care of the money angle. What about uh, communication mm -hmm. or data? So what do you use for cell? Okay. I don't necessarily need to call anybody, but I have become pretty dependent mm -hmm. on my phone for the mapping app. Right. Um, what I would do, there's a company called travelwifi.ie, and they actually cover not only Ireland, okay. but all of Europe. So I would contact them and, uh, and ask them, you know, what's the best way for me to get a device to use in Ireland okay. and Italy? Um, we used it last year. They, they had it waiting for us. Um, we told them where we oh. were spending the first night. It was waiting for us okay. there when we arrived and they sent a, a stamped and, you know, a stamped package bag okay, yeah. shipping thing. And we just dropped oh, it in the mail perfect. when we left. Okay, I'll do that. So, and it worked pretty much everywhere we were. When we were in the far, yeah. far west, there were, but I mean, people with cell phones in Ire that live right. in Ireland <laughs> don't get great reception in the far, far west. Sorry. So, but it, it was really okay. reliable and it was great for when I needed to, you know, run navigation right. or, you know, check on, you know, check an email to find out exactly right, where right. I was going. So that's what okay. I recommend for that. And then you're also going to find that most places that you stay and everything will okay. have Wi-Fi. So Wi-Fi is pretty prevalent. And so you shouldn't so, have any problems with connectivity okay. so that way. So you get there, you have Wi-Fi. It's, sometimes it's the mm -hmm. getting there, <laughs> but, you know. Right, right, right. So I, I like okay, travel yeah, Wi-Fi for that. And it's just it's just one of those little small portable okay, units. Okay. And I like that, um, especially if it's just reasonable and I just need it two weeks and I can send it back to them. And right, and their rates are their rates are. I think for a month we paid ninety yeah, euro, and it was oh, unlimited, yeah. and that was a month. So they're two weeks. You know, two weeks yeah. is going to be less than that. So really, really reasonable. Um, Make sure you have some sort of charger, you know, like a battery pack or something. Okay. Because if you do use it a lot, it will it will drain. Okay. Speaking so, of that, you just made um, sure we had a battery. Ireland takes the European outlet plugins, right? You need an adapter. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep, um, you will need an adapter or a converter, and uh, you can get those. I think I got mine at Target. Yeah, I probably have one floating around the house, quite honestly. From previous travels it's just finding it <laughs> so it's your well, and then here's here's a really good hack for you um get just a small power strip plug uh -huh. the power strip into your converter and then oh, plug okay. your things into the power strip okay and then you have lots of outlets right because we know how much we need money we need many right outlets. right so exactly. what, so yeah, what take take a small, not a not a big one. But. Right, just I have a short one that has like four little. Mm -hmm. I picked it up at a trade show somewhere. It will be yep. perfect. I um, think I probably have yeah. the same one. Yeah, I'm very limited on luggage because with Aer Lingus, I have to decide if I want to use their low fare or like a upgrade one to check a bag. But I'm reading and I understand okay. that their um, carry on dimensions and requirements are a little smaller than here in the States. Mm -hmm. So I'm they are a little smaller, um, but it's not, it's not hugely smaller. Okay. Last year we actually, our flight got, our flight 
on Delta got delayed and they actually switched us to an okay. Aer Lingus flight and oh, we okay. didn't have an issue and we were sized okay. for Delta. All right, then. So I'll just, so it wasn't, you know, as long as you're not, you know, taking yeah. a body sized bag. I have just on. a little one, uh, it, you know, it's fairly small. It fits in the overhead compartments here very easily. Um, mm -hmm. But I didn't know if there was a big difference between what's going on over there versus not on your okay. overhead on you on your underseat you might find okay. a little bit of a difference but i didn't notice the big okay. one on the then overhead i'm taking the cheap flight because you know save my pennies where i can <laughs> so i can spend it on other things like you know food drinks ice, oh, ice, ice cream. cream so what what speaking of food and drinking and ice cream what are some foods that are absolutely must have while in ireland you absolutely don't want to oh, miss okay in dublin you want to go to okay. Murphy's ice cream. Now this is, this is actually um, a satellite location of the main store, which is in okay, um, Dingle okay. down in Gary. Um, but absolutely amazing ice cream. They'll let you okay. sample them. So don't miss the brown bread. Caramelized oh. brown bread ice cream is my favorite. Um, they also have a Dingle sea salt. They harvest Ooh, the sea salt wow. themselves. And they're, oh, they're um, honeycomb. Okay. The honeycomb ice cream is amazing. Okay. So um, don't miss that. Right. And is it obvious um, it's like just a walk-up counter and they scoop it before you pay in your yeah. own way? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very easy. Um, and it's on okay. Wicklow Street. It's not far off of Grafton in Dublin. Uh, Queen of Tarts in Dublin. Great bakery okay. if you like bakeries. like bakeries. <laughs> um, right? Um. Gosh, I'm trying to think where we ate in Kilkenny. In Kilkenny, so you have Kilkenny Castle, and then right across the street is the the, the old stables have been modified okay. into shops. And there's a really great, um, it's like a deli type okay. area there and bakery. So really, really yummy. And food-wise, obviously, at the B&Bs, go ahead and really take advantage of that Irish okay. breakfast because your Irish breakfast is going to be enough to fill you up and power you okay. through the day until early okay. afternoon when it's, you know, time to grab something, sure. you know, sure. grab tea and then, you know, and then you'll have your okay. dinner later. But so those Irish breakfasts are amazing. Um, Irish yogurt okay. is good. so, so good. Um, Glen Island, I think that's how you pronounce it, which is made in County Cork, is really, really beautiful and creamy with fresh fruits. Sounds good. So if you can find that one in the in the grocery stores and stuff like that. Okay. Um, but otherwise, the way I usually find um, restaurants and places to eat is I'll ask my hosts. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I can I can say you know here's what I like. But your hosts at your B&Bs or your hostels are really going to know the area and they'll know, you know, what's hot right now. Where's music playing tonight? Okay. Um, you know, this place makes really good stew. This place, you know, uses the freshest chicken from down the road. Okay. So they're really going to know where, you know, where is having. I mean, we had one uh, one B&B host that she's like, do not have the steak at Clancy's tonight. <laughs> Because they got it from a really bad butcher. I mean, that's oh, that how much funny. they know. That's funny. 
So, right. Oh, right. Yeah, that's, yeah. So, so always, <laughs> always ask your okay. hosts. Okay. Good to know. For that. Oh, man. Um, what else? Uh, I know they're known for whiskey in Ireland. Is it worth? And I know you like whiskey. You like whiskey? Is it worth stopping at um, the, of course, it's skipping my mind right now, in Dublin. Is it Middleton down near Cork? Uh, Jameson, Jameson Whiskey Experience? Jameson is what I'm thinking of. Have you done that? The Jameson Experience? I have not personally done it, um, but I have many clients who okay. have and have very much enjoyed it. You're going to find that Ireland is actually, they have a lot of small distilleries oh, around, really? and I'll, I have a link. Okay. I have a link for that. And so I'll send that out to you for um, other okay. places. If I can find some where I know you'll be, because okay. those are places that, you know, maybe off sure. off the track. But if you want to go to Middleton, then what you're going to do is go Dublin to Cork. Cork. Oh, maybe we'll stick to down. Killarney. Killarney. We'll look for, some, we'll look for so. some small distilleries. I'm willing to try them all. So okay. wherever I go, it's not right. going to be bad. Well, and you'll find there's a there's a distillery in Dublin too. Let me figure out which one it is. Um, any hidden secret things like in Dublin? Dublin is obviously on four. Oops, can you still hear me? There is a great ebook. I can. Can you not hear me? I can hear okay, you. There, I can. Okay. Okay. Now there is the old Jameson distillery, which is in Dublin. Okay. There's Teeling Whiskey Distillery in Dublin. Hmm. Uh, there's the Dingle Whiskey Bar, which is oh, there we, there we go. Um, an, an extension of the Dingle Distillery, okay. and that's in Dublin. So perfect. And Cooley Distillery, which is a bit outside of Dublin. Okay. So, but right inside of Dublin, you've got um, four, yeah, got some four distillery. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, and Teeling is the newest one. Okay. So, and it, it kind of has a, a museum-y type feel to it and tours. Okay. So, that will be fun. Um, so, okay, there's an ebook by Emily Westbrooks. Okay. called Delightful Dublin. Okay. And that has, Emily lived in Dublin for quite a while with her husband before they moved back to the States um, temporarily. And so that has all of her favorite okay. places that she discovered when she Perfect. lived there. And then um, there is a book, where is it? And I can never pronounce Paul's last name, but uh, Secret Dublin oh, visual guide, or an, an unusual guide, okay. I'm sorry, an unusual guide. Um, so Paul is uh, native, and he has some really great things in this, if you happen to uh, want to pick this up. It's really yeah. a great little book. It'll be a good read on the plane. So. Before. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a great little book. So both of those are going to be really, really okay. good resources. Myself, I usually just hit the pavement and start right, walking. Right. And uh, I have a few not not to miss. Now, in uh, you're going to love the architecture in yeah. Dublin, obviously. Um, we really, really love the Archaeology okay. Museum. So it's the National Museum of Ireland okay. Archaeology. 
so, so much history in there. Do not miss the kingship and sacrifice okay. exhibit, which is kind of hidden back in okay. a corner. Um, but that's where you'll see the bog bodies and learn kind of about, you know, what kingship okay. meant in, you know, the, what, right. the dark ages, right. the, you know, Iron mm -hmm. Age and the, the Bronze Age and stuff like that. So it's a really, really great exhibit. Um, the Little Museum mm -hmm. of Dublin is in this little Georgian mm -hmm. townhouse. And it's just like three stories jam-packed with okay. Dublin history. And it has, I mean, it has, nothing's really, it's it's kind of labeled, but I would I would wait around okay. for the tour because the the guides there are really, they're just, they're fun. And they have so much personal, yeah. you know, personal stories, so many personal stories that go with it. So I would definitely okay. check that one out. Um, Let's see. St. Stephen's Green is a beautiful, quiet little area. And then if you get out to Phoenix Park, which you would you would probably hop some public transport, uh, probably the Lewis, which is the light rail there in town. Out to Phoenix Park, which used to be um, the King's the King's hunting oh. ground. So you still have the the, you know, ancestral deer. Oh out there and then just beautiful walking and open okay. and parklands and castle and gardens. So it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful area if you get out that okay. way. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Perfect. And then any not to miss in right. Kilkenny besides the castle, obvious? In, the, the castle is gorgeous. Um, the medieval mile is a great walk and there's so many buildings down along that. What I'll do is I'll send you the information on that um, and the things there. There are some great history walks in Kilkenny. Okay. okay. So if you can join up with some of those Absolutely. or at least one of those, there are great history walks in Kilkenny because it is such a wonderful old okay. area. And, and they even have some that are more architecturally okay. based. So I'll make sure that I send those to you as well. And... So excited now. So excited to start planning my trip. <laughs> <laughs> One's not going to be enough. And then, <laughs> right. And then what I usually do following um, the, the questions that, and answers that we just okay. went through is what I'll do is I kind of make an itinerary, a very loose itinerary, and I'll follow up and send that to you via email. Okay. And it will have... Um, you know, so I'll have the bus information on it okay. to the best of my knowledge using the information today, kind of walk okay. you through how that website works. Um, I'll include recommendations of places to go, places to eat, things to do. And so it's it's really going to be a much more detailed listing. Okay. And so I'll do kind of your whole itinerary that way. And then you'll I'll send that to you. And then what I invite you to do is say, yes, no, yes, no. What are you thinking? I don't even know where you got this idea. This is so off base. So basically what we'll do is we will work through it and pick it apart and design an itinerary perfect for you. Okay. I like it. Okay. And we just, yep. But we just go back and forth until it's perfect. And then when it's perfect, then I actually take it even deeper and I add maps to oh, it boy. and, you know, more links of, you know, this might interest you, things that you could see if you have time, okay. you know, if the weather's bad, think about including this instead, that gotcha. kind of thing. 
love it. And then you have basically it's set up to be page by page per okay, day. Okay. Okay. And and that's how we that's how we do the coaching wow. to finish it through. That's intense. That's intense. But I can proceed getting a lovely it's, little like booklet basically that I can just print and talk and take with me. Yeah, you can print it and it's it's set up to print, you know, so each day yeah, is a page. Yeah. So, you know, the first page kind of outlines your lodging and then the second page is, you know, here's day one, here's day two, here's day it. three. So that you're not, you know, overlapping pages and then it's right, all together right. and, and things Fabulous. like that. Fabulous. So we do it that oh. way. And now I, I don't know if you want to stick around for this second part or not, but we're going to kind of just do a little review of the Ireland Family Vacations mm -hmm. website. Now, the um, if you see below, there is a link that links to Ireland Family Vacations. So if you are here on Blab and checking this out, please be sure to uh, click the link for Ireland Family Vacations. Now, the, the way I set this up was to be, you know, a guide. If people, because I know people really want to have, you know, if people want to plan a vacation, they want to really be hands-on. They don't want it, you know, set up and, you know, here's what you're going to do and you're going to follow this. So what I did was I have a big picture of a castle and it says, start your journey here. And that little click takes you to a map of Ireland. And I had my husband who is a developer set this up for me so that each county is interactive. So you click the county that you are thinking you want to visit or that maybe your route will take you through. So if you're landing in Dublin, but you're heading to Galway, you might go through Kildare. So you could choose Kildare. And then by choosing each county, it will pop up and it will give you um, where to, you know, recommended stays, recommended things to do, and maybe some guides that I've found or itineraries I've put together. So the map is designed really to be a helper to anyone who wants to plan their own vacation to Ireland, um, but use some guidelines that we might have or um, information that we've compiled during our trips. And then it also has a link to the Pinterest board for that county, which has loads of, of information beyond that. So I set up Ireland Family Vacations really to be a helper to assist families in planning their vacations. And I like to think it's relatively easy to use, but I am always open to feedback, to hearing your ideas, things you would like to see, things that you really don't appreciate about it. Um, but I always want to hear feedback from my readers and from people who are planning their Ireland vacations. So to reach out to me, it's really, really easy. You can either email me directly from my site. I do have a contact tab at the top and it will open up a form that you can fill out and just email me or you can email me directly. It's Jody, J-O-D-Y at IrelandFamilyVacations.com and I always answer, um, answer emails from readers. You can comment on the articles and I always respond to those as well. So I do really love helping people when they're planning their Ireland vacations, or you know, even if you want to tell me how your Ireland vacation went, I love to hear the stories of other families visiting Ireland. So I appreciate you sticking around. I'm really looking forward to helping Deb get her vacation ready to go and you know, making sure that it's going to be a great first trip to Ireland for her. 
And if you want, you can uh, go ahead and join me on my next blab, which will be April 17th. We're going to go back to the original time of 2 p.m. And the guest is going to be announced soon. So I'm looking forward to that. So thank you so much for joining in today. And I hope that if you have any Ireland travel questions, you'll go ahead and shoot them my way because I'm always, always excited to help people plan their vacations. Have a great day and thanks so much for listening.